Welcome to Thriving Teacher Talk. I'm your host, Jillian Fernandez. I'm a former teacher from New York turned full-time mom and teacherpreneur on a mission to help you create a profitable and sustainable income selling your teaching resources or services. I'm here to make your life easier by giving you the best advice, trainings, and mindset shifts to grow your business, and most importantly, save you time and sanity. Welcome back to Thriving Teacher Talk. Today, I have the pleasure of interviewing Brienne Beebe, also known as Busy Miss Beebe. Brienne is a teacher productivity mentor focused on serving often overlooked secondary teachers. As a business owner, Brienne runs a Teachers Pay Teacher store, hosts a blog and a YouTube channel, and creates courses to help secondary teachers master their productivity. With all of this going on, she is also a full-time high school math teacher, wife, and mom to two under four. So let's get into how she does all of this in her spare time. All right. So I'm so happy that you're here. Thank you for being here. This is Brianne. I wanted you to just tell me a little bit about your teacherpreneur journey and how you got started while being in the classroom full-time. Cause I know that can be like a big struggle for a lot of people. Plus you're a mom, like you have got a lot going on. So can you tell us a little bit about how you first got started? Sure. Hi, thank you for having me. So I think like most teachers, it started out as a hobby. Through Pinterest, I found all of these math teacher blogs and decided that I wanted to have a blog too. So I actually started that my first year teaching, like December, 2012. I started my blog and then I started my TPT store in 2013. And in 2017, I started a YouTube channel and all these things were just hobbies. And I kind of got to them when I was able to, mostly during the summer. If I was able to get to anything during the school year, then it was kind of like just extra bonus there. So 2017 seems like a really early start for a YouTube channel, right? Was that something that you felt like you had a passion for at that time? Was it just something that you saw other people doing? How did that all get started? I started watching teacher YouTube videos in 2016. That was when I was actually going through teacher burnout. So it actually helped seeing other teachers that enjoyed the profession. Right. Noticed that there weren't high school teachers doing it. I was lucky to find like one middle school teacher at the time, but it was a bunch of elementary. And that's one of the things I always notice is that everything is always geared toward elementary teachers. And there's not a lot of people out there for secondary. It's a little different now. Yeah. Very true. Yeah. I love your YouTube channel. I think it's definitely very helpful for secondary teachers. Even now there's not a whole lot of secondary teachers on YouTube. So I think that that helps you stand out from a lot of people. So that's really awesome. And the fact that you were able to start in the very beginning is awesome. I really wish that I would have started a YouTube channel sooner, (laughs) but you know, hindsight, right. And I feel like that's kind of like with everything, everyone always feels like I wish I would have started sooner, but you can't go back in time. Can you talk a little bit more about teacher burnout and your struggles? Because I know that that's a struggle for so many teachers, especially now. It's huge with everything that's been going on lately. So ironically, I feel like going through that burnout kind of made it so I was able to have a business while teaching full time. The thing is with burnout is it's different for every teacher. What leads them to burnout is something that's completely outside of their control. And so their solution is to leave the classroom or go to a different school or change positions or something like that. I had some of those same things. Like I had an unsupportive administrator. I had just really difficult personalities that particular school year. That was also the school year that the class of 2015 graduated. So this was the next year, 2015, 2016. Mm -hmm. And I was so close with those students because they were like my first group when I started in my school. So I was kind of devastated that they weren't there. 
biggest thing was that I was just working 24 seven all the time. You know, I was married. I didn't have kids yet, but I was convinced there's no way that I could be a mom and have a family while also being a teacher because I was coming home and still working and trying to throw dinner together, but it never was anything that great because I still had to do work. And it was mastering my productivity that made it so that I could overcome my burnout. So I was kind of lucky that it was mainly something that was within my control. The other things resolve themselves, you know, administrators leave and students, they move on and graduate and mature. Oh, (laughs) sometimes. Yeah, no, I hear you. And I think that that's important being able to master productivity and you're like the productivity queen. So I think that you have so many amazing tips for teachers and you've been so helpful. And we met on Teachergram and you've been able to help so many teachers on that platform. And I remember you very early on when I first started and I started on the teacher gram, just like with all math tips and all of that. And I did like week long coaching sessions and we continued to stay connected because honestly, you're seriously one of the most amazing and genuine humans that I've ever met. You're so kind hearted and I couldn't be more grateful for our friendship. And you know, that I've always like come into your DMS and had conversations about things that I don't talk to about with anybody else. (laughs) but you've always been so supportive of me and all of my business ventures. And you're also in Thriving Teacher Academy and you've been such a huge supporter in our group there. And I know you've mentioned before that you're kind of sort of like a course junkie. (laughs) Can you talk to us a little bit about what that is and how you keep up with taking so many courses and how that's helped you with becoming a teacherpreneur, growing as a teacherpreneur, and how's that like been an influence on helping your productivity and all of that as well? Yes. I don't know that I would like recommend (laughs) taking all the courses. It's not totally necessary, but I really just like learning new things and I really enjoy like diving into business and marketing strategy. And I'm always like thinking about it and pointing things out because I've just learned so much. So for me, it was worth it. I wouldn't say that I actually really keep up with all of the courses, Mm -hmm. but I've at least gone through most of them once. A lot of them are getting updated and whatnot since I started, but I know which course I need to go to when I need something. So Mm -hmm. it's great because I have reference anytime I need it. So that's been super helpful. I know one thing when I was looking into other courses, because whenever one comes out, I'm always super interested in it. Mm -hmm. And I like getting in on the first launch because you get so much more that way. You get the best price, you get the updates, usually (laughs) lifetime access. So it's worth it but I never wanted to pay for the same content twice at first. So I was always worried about that. But what I've learned from taking so many is that it's actually more helpful to hear the same thing over and over and to hear it from different people. One of my favorite things about Thriving Teacher Academy is you explained things like finding your niche and imposter syndrome. And those things are covered in other courses, but the way that you teach it, like it clicked in a way that it never clicked before. So I always loved that. I feel like I appreciate it. (laughs) Yeah. The courses really gave me like that foundational knowledge that I needed because I'm a teacher, you know, I didn't really know anything about business before. And for me, as far as contributing to my growth, it's really pushed me out of my comfort zone. Mm -hmm. I remember the first course I took was about teachers pay teachers resources. And then you get into the later lessons and then they start talking about you should have an email list. And it's like, uh, uh, Nope. I will never do that. I don't want that. Who wants that? Right. What is that even? (laughs) Yeah. And then eventually keeping up with the course, I'm like, okay, so I do need an email list and it keeps happening that way. Like, I don't want to make my own course and (laughs) you learn more and more about it. And here I am with the course now. 
Yeah. Now you're doing amazing things with your own course and you offer a course on how teachers can master productivity, right? And can you tell us a little bit more about your course and why you decided to create it? What are the details? We want all of the good details because, you know, you're helping so many teachers with all of their overwhelm and all of that. So Uh, my course is called Productive Teacher Toolkit, and it's a course to help teachers build freedom back into their lives because that's what I felt like I needed when I was going through my period of burnout. And so I cover how to overcome overwhelm, distractions, and create and maintain systems. Systems are really the heart of the course because they're like that ultimate productivity strategy. Every time teachers tell me that they are struggling to get organized, because I love talking about organization too, they usually say, yeah, I tried this thing and it was great for a week and then it fell apart. And it's like, because you're missing a system. So I go through how to actually create systems. And that way it can be like your classroom runs itself. Your students know what to do. You know what to do. And it just saves you so, so much time. I landed on doing courses because I do have a lot of resources out there between Teachers Pay Teachers, my blog and YouTube, mm-hmm. but teachers need a step-by-step process because when you're getting those free resources, you're getting like a small snippet of the big picture and it's hard to see like where things fit in big picture wise and how to take everything and apply it to your own classroom. Absolutely. A lot of blog posts and YouTube are like, this is what I do mm-hmm. and that's helpful and it helps a lot of people, but doesn't work for everyone's situation. Yeah. And it's so funny because I was talking to someone else about this. There's so, there is a lot of free information out there, but if you don't have something kind of like all in one place that can take you step-by-step through the process, it's really difficult to implement the strategies that are necessary to get you from point A to point B. I know you're really good at helping explain how teachers can help get organized, overcome a lot of the different issues that they deal with in getting themselves to a place where they can be less overwhelmed and be more productive. So I think that's really awesome. Is there anything else you wanted to add about the course? It's going to be opening soon in July. Oh, nice. Exciting. And that's exciting. bonus, a challenge for helping teachers like plan out their year ahead. So I've seen that be a sticking spot. So I have a like mini course, also a batch lesson planning workshop. And so that's something that's always available and that's super helpful. That's like a very specific system that could be set up, but having a plan for like the whole year makes that run a lot smoother. Yeah. So I'm going to actually ask you for all of those links too, so I can put those in the show notes for teachers. That way they can find all of the details. So if you're listening, make sure you go down below and grab the links to all of Brianne's amazingness. (laughs) And if you could give some advice to full-time teachers who actually also want to become teacherpreneurs, who are moms, who are teaching full-time, because this is a lot, right? You have so much going on, but yet you have all of these successful business things that you do. What advice would you give to people who want to also do these things? I think it was kind of the craziest thing was I freed up my time at home. So I wasn't working on school all the time. And then I jumped into having business. Yeah. yeah it's crazy. I have a lot of advices. Is that okay? Of course. Okay. I know advices <laughs> is not a word, but there it is. <laughs> One thing that drives me nuts that I see people doing a lot in the Facebook groups for every course that I'm in is, you know, asking for help, trying to pick a name, trying to pick a logo. And one of the big pieces of advice that I'd say is just get started and make decisions and move on to the next thing because teacherpreneurs will let those things stop them a lot of the time. And it's like the only thing worse than making the wrong decision is not making a decision at all. When you make a wrong decision, you can at least learn from it and know how to course correct. Mm -hmm. But if you don't make a decision, you have not made any progress whatsoever. Yeah. Those things can definitely keep you stuck. Just thinking about 
a name or your branding, those colors, right? All of those things, they seem like they're super important, but in the whole scheme of things, like I've rebranded three times. (laughs) (laughs) The last one, I didn't do it because I wanted to, but regardless, I still did. I had to, but it's not as important as it may seem. So, right. Just get started and stop feeling so stuck. That's a great piece of advice. And those things you can change anytime and it's not going to hurt your business Mm -hmm. when you move forward, then you end up getting a lot more clarity on what it is that you want to do and how you want to proceed. Absolutely. I think that's great advice. Another piece of advice is having a routine, but not a schedule. This is something that someone commented on one of my YouTube videos after I had a baby and it's just helped so much not trying to be like so rigid, like this needs to happen at this time, whether it's with the business or with the children, Mm -hmm. just having like a routine in place really helps. And another piece of advice is to have a plan for when you can work. So like plan ahead so that you can sit down to work and just get started and not have to sit there and wonder what to do. Yeah. Which, I've done that honest, sometimes where you kind of just sit at the computer, right? Yes. And you stare into space. Like, what am I actually doing here? Yes. So having a plan for what to do <laughs> is super important. The power hours are so helpful. You have to just, <laughs> but you have to have a plan for your power hour. Cause I think yes. that I've sat down before for a power hour and been like, I got nothing done for the whole entire hour. So. <laughs> This morning I thought it was the first of the month. And so that's my, like my data day when I go through all the data and just log everything. Mm -hmm. And that's not what today is. So then I just sat there for a minute, like, what do I do? And did a couple little things, but don't really feel like I got much done because I didn't have a plan today. Yeah. You need a plan for sure. And then my last piece of advice, my favorite thing is to batch when you can, Mm because that helps you get ahead and it saves you so much time. I love batching. What kind of things do you particularly batch. Cause like for me, I batch video content for the most part. That's what I batch the most of is I'll batch my video content. So like, if I think I look halfway decent, I'll yes. <laughs> batch a bunch of videos, but what kind of things do you batch? Cause I'm sure that there's different things that I may not even think of that you primarily, that I like to batch blogging because mm-hmm. that can take so much time if you're doing one blog post at a time. So I batch for the quarter that okay. used to be really impressive when I was blogging like twice a month, but now I do once a month. So when I say I'm blogging for the quarter, I'm only doing like three. <laughs> so it's go. not as big as it used to be as I'm slowing down a little bit now that I have a, a baby, but I also like to batch social media content, which it depends on where that is on my priorities. Like this month I have not batched. I barely put anything out, but that's okay. And then I like batching product creation. That one's a little bit trickier because it depends on the product that you're making. You might have to come up with like a specialized batching system each time. Do you batch like specific things for your products? Like, do you go in and batch covers and thumbnails and things like that, or just specific like products for product lines? Usually for product lines, like something specific, like this past weekend, I updated all of my digital planners. So I batched that whole process and I was able to get them all done in a weekend. And that's something I've been awesome. dreading. Like it's going to take me forever. I don't want to do it. It held me back from selling them for a while. Yeah. Batching is my best friend. Sometimes my worst enemy, but <laughs> like you said, some of the things that you dread doing, but it's so worth it in the end. It's just getting everything done all at once. So thank you so much. Is there anything else you want to add at all? There's nothing that I can think of. All right. Well, thank you so much for being here, Brianne. I appreciate you so much as always. And where are the places that we can find you on social media, Instagram, YouTube, all of that, so that we can make sure that we can all be besties. (laughs) 
My website's my main hub that was recently redone by Alexis from Laugh, Eat, Learn, and she does amazing work. So that's at busymissbb.com. And then you can find me on Instagram at busymissbb. And if you search busymissbb on YouTube, you can find my channel. I actually started another one recently, like just behind the scenes business stuff just for fun. There's not much up there yet. And I just get to it when I can. There's that. And there's the main channel. Very awesome. All right. Well, thank you so much. And I love this. I really appreciate you being here and we're going to close out. So thank you for having me. Of course. I hope that you enjoyed today's episode. Let me know what you think by leaving a comment. And if you're here on Apple Podcasts, you can actually leave a comment as a review. I'd love to hear from you. Also, I would absolutely love if you would take a second to share about this podcast on your social media. It would mean the world to me if you took some time to spread the word about this podcast, if you found any value in it. I can't wait to chat with you next time as we continue to grow our businesses together. If you loved this episode, be sure to subscribe so you can catch all new episodes, leave a review if something resonated, or just even send me a DM. Thank you for letting me into your business and your life today. We're going to love growing together as we create a profitable and sustainable income, selling your teaching resources or services. I'm so honored to be here to make your life a little bit easier with the best advice, training, and mindset shifts to grow your business, and most importantly, save you time and sanity. I'll see you in the next one.